I am your host, Play, and you have chosen Mecca. They must have begun to sense my suspicions as I've become isolated and I find it difficult to speak to anyone while pretending they are my friends. I am not good at this. I should smile through my teeth at them while I continue my investigation, but I have only become cold if only to stave off my rage while they have the protection of those machines. It would surely be better for me if I could hide what I think of them. I am preoccupied with only one question. Who was Nathan? And you can bet they'd lie, given the chance when confronted. They could simply claim to have never heard of him, and it wouldn't matter at all that my friends and I are here because of him. He was just some stranger who knew of Mecca. I need proof. I still need to find some shred of evidence of Nathan's presence here, apart from the thin hope that a witness might come forward. Why does no one seem to care about him? And why did he leave? One of the robots now follows me everywhere. And it stares at me as I pour over the library records. That friendly sentinel that first greeted us doesn't feel so friendly anymore. Least of all when it periodically inquires, suddenly breaking the silence, if I desire assistance. And I've already insisted that it stop asking. Further, when I did tell it to go, it only replied, acknowledged, and remained. And this may be something of my answer of what happened to Nathan. Then again, I'm thrown by his glowing appraisal of the place, rather than heralding a warning against Mecca. No, I never heard him breathe one once, not a sour word about it. Perhaps he was simply too far gone to remember anything about what put him in the desert. I'm inspired today to give my chaperone the slip. I think an adjacent function of the giant is as a cowbell to warn of my approach so that I may not overhear anything incriminating. My friends have no secrets to keep from me, but even they wilt in its presence and perhaps and perhaps are concerned with the prospect of incurring a servant of man following them around. I wonder if the Meccans hold out hope that I will try to escape to the surface only to never again cross their lips like poor Nathan. I will not be driven out into the wasteland. They saw fit to have enough room for at least one city full of people and only maintain a small town. The disparity is galling on its own, and the fact that they were able to seize on a secret government work for themselves that by rights truly belongs to us all is so that I will not be driven out. My initial evasion was not a complicated matter. Since it was there, I asked my robot friend to help me make the bed. When it dutifully bent down, I quickly threw my sheets over its head. I then scrambled out of my room while managing to bowl over some people I don't know who nor care. And though the robot could readily remove the sheets, it was flummoxed for just long enough that I had disappeared down the hallways. And as it began to search for me and passed by, I seriously began to wonder at what would have happened if it found me right then. We might just stand there a while, awkwardly, myself under renewed observation. Or perhaps... Rediscovery might require something far more sinister from its programming. I had initially wondered at why there were no security cameras to aid the robot's search for me, and I considered the problem before making my move. The solution came to me when I chanced to observe a vacant wall mount where a camera would have been, and then I realized that Mecca had been finished by a school of elites. They didn't wish to be observed any more than I did. With this one chance to avoid detection, I stole to the governor's office, hoping to find all I'd need. Unsurprisingly, with my whereabouts unknown, the robot must have put up some kind of silent alarm, because Governor Obert was waiting for me behind the door with a gun in hand. 
He should have shot me when he had the chance, because I wasn't going to let him take me so that I would end up like Nathan. And the fool thought I would fold, but he readily crumpled with one blow to the head as soon as I realized he wasn't going to use the gun. Were it just a few short days ago, I might have been too weak to do it, but one thing I'll say for Mecca, the food and rest has been good to me here. With the governor quickly incapacitated, I pocketed the pistol and started ransacking the office. I found no obvious controls to the drones and knew that my newfound gun wouldn't be enough for them if I didn't go before someone realized I was in there. There must be a dedicated control room for them instead. After looking through a few drawers, I discovered that the governor's conscience had already done him in because I found what I needed out in the open on his desk. Perhaps he was late in destroying it? Forgot he had it before rediscovering it this morning? Whatever the reason, I'm grateful to finally have something. I had fixated on finding out about Nathan when I should have stayed with the question of the water. Why did Mecca need so much water for such a small community? Answer, it didn't. They simply didn't want anyone else to have it. I hold in my hand an order for a program to intentionally drill for and drain all water sources so that the Meccans could secure their dominance as the only supply of water. The Meccans intentionally created the deserts. I believe the Meccans want to be the sole survivors of humanity.